one. Peace, everyone, and welcome to the next Level Awakening podcast. I am your host, Darvid Osiris. Next Level Awakening podcast. There we go. So, hope everyone is doing great and not just wondering, how are you guys vibrating? Today is a special episode. It's a very interesting episode. Episode two of this recording of this podcast and things like that. I record on Thursday evenings and nights. And it's available on all six platforms that will be available on Tuesday at 2 a.m. So with that being said, this is my second episode. I dived into it to a bit. I dived into it a bit on the first episode. History or mystery. So it's kind of a wordplay within the title. History or mystery. His story being his story. History being his story. And mystery being my story. So which one do you prefer? It's a lot of people that are in tune with what's going on historically and things like that. It's a lot of people that are in tune with what's going on on their story. Like what I mean by mystery, my story, the mythical aspects of things or just your family history, your family's history, like where you come from. This is what is keen in on because history, his story likes to tell you where you come from. And it's not on your account. So where am I going with this? I touched on this on my first episode of knowing thyself on a physical scale. You know, I talked about doing genealogy, like the issue that a lot of people that are considered black or African-American in the United States, you know, go through on a daily basis through the paper genocide that has happened over the years in multiple states and things like that. You know, just basically knowing exactly where the black person in America comes from. So I'm going to say these, I don't want to say their theories, but these are arguments that people have. It's like a split of us coming from Africa and us coming from, or just being Aboriginal or indigenous to the land of the Americas. So things like that. And I just wanted to talk about the historical aspect of things first. So history you know, history was made up by people that are considered the winners of quote unquote. You couldn't see the quotation marks because I had to, yeah, had them in the air. But with that being said, they say history is made by the victor and things like that. So the victor gets to write what happens in his story, which is from his point of view, what he, his own perspective and things like that. So history is a collective notion of what people have observed and they have made it into their own perspective and their own viewpoints about what happened. Not necessarily the viewpoint of the people that are considered the quote unquote losers or the people that are, that have been affected on the opposite end of that person's viewpoint. So hope that made sense. (laughs) Probably rambled a bit, but yeah, going into the historical aspects of things like we have what we call textbooks where we're learning things on a, I don't know how to wrap my head about, but on a certain level, I'll say a certain level level for a lack of better terms within like schools and information that is provided and things like that. There's laws in place that certain information is provided. I'm not going to go into personal thoughts and feelings about it. I'm just going to lay it out. Like there's a certain structure of what information, the way information is presented in the school system when it comes to history, you know, which is his story. And then we're living in the an environment in a country, per se, quote unquote, 
I can go into how it's a corporation another time. But this country, the way things are ran and how information is provided in this space. So with that being said, history is told from a viewpoint of of someone who came over basically to a land well, some people that came over to a land conquered it you know we already know how it goes you know this you can go in the story of christopher columbus and people like that you know the english that came over the dutch the portuguese all the people that came over the french even you know how they colonized a land and you know, observing the people there, taking their land, taking the resources. This, this is what they tell us in history. And, you know, and they come, they have different stories about, all right, we brought over, we came to this land, we observed for a bit, we gathered some information on the people that were there, ended up turning on them, slaughtering them. Things like that, killing them off with a bunch of diseases and things like that. And then we brought over people that are that were from another country that had no idea who we were. You know, we've been to these countries before and things like that. We were able to go to war, you know, observe these people just like we did to these people in the foreign land that we came from. We got kicked out our own countries because we were like criminals and things like that. So, you know. Sail to sea. So this is just the history. That's what they tell us. This is what just what they tell us about, you know, the people that are considered African American or you know black in the United States. You know that our ancestors were brought over. Like whatever you believe, this this is what you believe. I'm not here to sway anybody's opinion. I'm just going on different perspectives, like a historical perspective and viewpoints from other people. You know, there which is like mystery, my story, that which is also their story or our story. You know things like that because everyone's story is different i'm gonna get a little bit uh to my story which is the mystery spark like learning myself learning people learn themselves on a spiritual in a physical sense so that being said yeah going back to the his- history part history going back to what they tell us in history you know people that were brought over they were conquested conquered in a way brought over by ships things like that they were they were taken like put together with people from different nations or tribes or whatever brought over to the sea you know i'm not gonna go into the slavery story like we we all know what happened i'm just talking about where these people are considered to come from mostly from central in west africa central in west africa because there's documents uh, stating mostly Slaves came from like Central America and they not America, Central Africa, and were brought mostly to the Caribbean and South America. So that's what the documents say and things like that. So yeah. That's like the history part of people telling a certain group of people where they come from, things like that. Now, I'm gonna go into genealogy or the mystery part. You know, the mystery being the my story or your story, your story, you know. <laughs> You know, things like that. So genealogy is what your family's history is. Tracing your uh, family members down by birth records, census reports, death records, marriage records, even army listings and things like that. So it's a multitude of things you can do. There's many different websites you can use. There's a free one that I've used called FamilySearch.org. 
just plug that in there and then you have ancestry which allows you to get a dna test you know i, I might as well go into the dna test so that could be a part of your story art it could be a part of history things like that you actually tracing your dna tracing yourself through the dna whether you believe it's accurate or not that that's that's subjective whether you believe that is accurate or not you know does you finding out and putting it together because i know ancestry has it it basically kind of makes it easier for you to get a sense of where your family comes from based from what i've heard i've never done a dna test myself and i will say this if you're skeptical about a dna test you you, you can you know for different reasons other if for it being accurate i'm just saying the government already has your dna if you have you you were born in the hospital if you were have you taken any type of test lover like a drug test you know a blood test things like that the government the hospitals they all have your dna like you're not giving them nothing that they don't already have collected so that that's just one thing if you were born in the hospital donated blood got in blood work got in a drug test they have your dna so and there's nothing that basically the way america is set up there's nothing privacy is not even a thing anymore but that's a whole different topic so with that being said the dna test can help you trace down a bit of where your lineage is coming from you know things like that and it lays out a map which can help you piece together your genealogy i'll say that that's a beneficial part doing it via ancestry i know you have 23andme that gives you a haplogroup of uh you can just research the haplogroup that you're from and things like that so that, that that's a good thing that's also a good thing for the benefits of doing the dna test and maybe i think it's a bit pricey for some so yeah you do you can do it if you want to i'm just gonna say yeah do what's best for you what's in your heart yeah so what's next i was going to talk about genealogy like searching your parents and family through the census report because you're going to find something interesting so i'm speaking towards people that are considered black or african-american in the united states you'll find some interest ah interesting things about your family members on there i've talked to people and you know they have they were able to trace back their aboriginal indigenous roots and their african roots so which is very which is uh very interesting you know i had a good friend of mine she was very good uh, with the genealogy and things like that she was able to trace back her lineage back to the 1500s which is amazing you know i've been able myself personally to the 1800s 1800 yeah 1800s to late 1700s i'll say maybe not a census report because the census reports are like when you're reading the census reports they're very tricky especially the older that they get so a census report in 18 60 is different than the sensory report in like 1800 1810 1820 even yeah because you know race classifications i say like the first the first documents of the census it has ethnicities of free whites male and female you have other free persons and you have slaves so and then it evolves into free white persons free colored persons and slaves so going back i'm gonna I'm trace back to i'm gonna go pedal back to the first census reports is all other free peoples and indians exempt from tax or non-taxed indians something like that 
And then the later it goes down, you know, you have white people, black people, mulatto, colored, you know, things like that. So that that's it's a lot of changing. If you notice, you search through your family's history that you can see that they changed ethnicities of family of your family numbers. Maybe they were mulatto at first. Then they were changed to Negro colored black or they may have been black at first in some instances considered black at first. Then they've changed the mulatto. You know, it's very interesting how roots can be traced back, uh, or how they changed ethnicities. And I'll be keeping keep it, keep it uh, a buck or be honest with you. They didn't really care about reporting people's ethnicity correctly. Like sometimes they even go, they would even go to people's neighbors to get information about them. They, they really didn't care. And then it's very difficult to read those census reports because their handwriting is atrocious. I know I got pretty bad handwriting myself, but their handwriting is utterly disgusting back then. So, yeah, what I like, they could care less about documenting who's who and that's not, you know, a free white <laughs> or someone that's considered white. So, yeah, that's one thing. And there's a lot of, you know, laws that were set in place like uh, paper genocide and things like that. So this podcast, I'm going to make this notion like this podcast is for people that have an open mind that are willing to think for themselves you know the free thinker aspect you know actually i form your own opinion you don't have to believe anything that i say i'll say this disclaimer every podcast episode you do not have to believe anything that i say you can just do it for yourself do the research yourself if you want to or if you just want to listen because it's interesting that's fine too so yeah going back to the the subject at hand if you are interested in doing your genealogy finding out different things i would say this first you will want to do is go to elders your parents whoever is alive going to the oldest family member that you may know that's alive and just talking getting information out of them so you can you know, at least start your tree here and there you know have family search and ancestry for what I, they have hints and stuff of they make it pretty they try to make it as easy as possible for you to find your ancestors that you may not know so let's say yeah you just start off yourself and you add your parents you know then you add your parents parents with everybody doesn't have access to you know their parents information or both parents or either you know one only one parent you know things like that some people may be adopted too so it get it, it all depends on you know what access who you're able to get information from like knowing their date of births knowing their names knowing where they were born so yeah that's one thing i'll say this i am from i'm from maryland I have a lot of family that's from virginia on my dad's side mom's side a lot of people that's from maryland itself and yes, yeah, from what I've traced down. So I'll, I'll go bit into my own so things that I've traced down, what people have helped me connect it to and things like that. So on my dad's side, his family, a lot of his family came from the Caribbean on his mom's side. So they have, they have that, that African background, I'll say to them, you know, it's a, they're from South Carolina, which was a mixing pot of indigenous and African folks anyway, because they brought a lot of Africans or a lot of people from the Caribbean to South Carolina. This is the research that I've done myself, things like that. 
and then his his on his mother's dad's side is this where it gets interesting because they were someone gave me information on surnames and where they could trace back to so i'll say this it's a possibility that if you know i'm just gonna say it, it traces back the website that i got traces back to the Powhatan indian or cherokee tribes which is pocahontas his family for you know for uh simpler terms basically pocahontas his family that part of virginia they were from that that area i have a family a lot of family that's from that area in virginia and things like that and you know if you go into the paper genocide thing you know walter plecker he was a person that made sure that people that were dark or didn't fit the mold of what an Indian was supposed to look like, that he made sure that they didn't classify as that. So you can take this with a grain of salt, like I said. So that's what I was able to trace on my dad's side. My mom's side, my mom's father told her that he was Indian. And I seen his, his father's name on the enrollment and the enlistment for the Cherokee roles. So trying to figure out what's sure on that. Because they did say, because what I found, it did say like something that could be a different person. So not too sure on that. But yeah, we can see. We'll see. Next, what else did I find on my mom's side? A lot. Very interesting. You know, they like to paint this notion that all black people were enslaved during this time frame. And that's not necessarily the case during the slavery era and whatnot. From what I was able to piece together myself doing this genealogy. A lot of people on my mom's side through her maternal lineage were free people. They were farmers. A lot of my family were farmers on both sides, but they were free people in Baltimore and Maryland, you know, different parts of Maryland, things like that. They, these were free people, free colored persons, what the census said. So, which is very interesting. I was able to even give my grandmother some information and she, that she didn't know about because she didn't, I, I guess she didn't have these conversations when she was growing up, you know, she's 93. So yeah, that's, that's a bit of a, a backstory that I've shared on the genie genealogy part myself for myself. And, you know, I have offered genealogy services for a uh, free, you know, I'm not a gene. I'm not going to say I'm a genealogist, but you know, I can pl plug, plug you into a free site, which is familysearch.org and help you out a bit. If you're comfortable with sharing information with me and that's fine. Yeah, just wanted to talk about other people's experiences with not I'm not going to talk about their experiences, but there there are a lot of black people that people that you consider black or African-American that were able to trace their roots to indigenous families, uh, uh, indigenous tribes to the Americas, which is amazing. And it's um, beautiful to see that. So, yeah, it's, a, it's just beautiful to see people actually coming into a, a way into a I don't want to even say an awakening, but into a a notion, a motion of wanting to find out who they truly are. And it, it's a beautiful sight to see whether they are from the continent of Africa or, you know, that they're indigenous to the land of the masses of the Americas or, you know, a mix of both, which is a possibility, you know, which is a nice possibility, possibility, you know. Yeah, I think I think it's a beautiful thing to know where you come from at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's just history. History uh, paints a viewpoint for you. It wants to paint a view viewpoint for you. 
the way that information is provided during this time frame or during the ways now like education education system is is set up for what it's supposed to be set up for to to get you to think a certain way it takes away creativity it takes away open-mindedness i'll say that about the education system i learned this i went i, I graduated from college i learned this in a creativity entrepreneurship type of class so his well education is like we're taught early on that it's only one answer to a question and that just takes away all open-mindedness that takes away all not i'm not gonna say all but it takes away a lot of creative ability a lot of thinking processes from your thought your thoughts your thought frame and things like that because okay it's only one answer is only one correct answer to this question and you know if we get into that like i said before we lose our open-mindedness and the way to get back that creative ability is to think of multiple ways to approach a question this is what instills critical think there we go critical think it's a lack of critical thinking that the education system provides and we're learned this at a young age you know like okay we got to take these tests these multiple choice answers and it could be four to five depending on or even like three two true or false is this true is this false what's like why can't it be uh a bit of both you know things like that so it's just the way this critical thinking and uh free thinking is what has been taken out of that was never not even taken out it was never a part of the education system they just wanted you to think a certain way and just go with emotion when it comes to society the way things want to be run because eh, let's just be honest society is run by people that are egotistical people that want the world to be in a certain way and that's not necessarily fair we see it played out in a lot that's going on now and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk too much on that you know <laughs> i'm not gonna talk too much on that aspect of what the government is about and what it's doing i'll, I'll save that for another episode but I, i'll run this down for those who are new to the podcast new to listening things like that this podcast is about elevating yourself on a physical spiritual emotional and a mental level and with that being said uh, yeah i said this before i hope you come with an open mind being able to critically think even like yeah even if you don't agree like think about what i'm saying like hmm where can i go in for for yourself don't try to prove me wrong you ain't got to prove nothing to me just for yourself hmm where can i take how can i take this information elevate from it and use it to my benefit what's best for me you know uh what's best for me how do i find out like for this episode at least what can i do to find out my history what's my story which is mystery and i i'll talk i'll talk about some spiritual stuff too like the way mythology is looked at or oral tradition is looked at everything has to be in a textbook everything has to be written everything has to be verified and peer reviewed and approved by by paperwork by paper validation because the people that run the society they value paperwork more than anything there you go they value paperwork more than anything now 
with that being said, mythology in its original context, mythos coming from the word mythos in Greek meant true and sacred. What's actually a pre-Greek word. It's like a, it's an, it's a melanated indigenous type of word or an African word, you know, things like that. That meant true or sacred. And how is mythology painted now? It's painted as, oh, it's just fairy tales. No, all this stuff is fairy tales. You shouldn't believe it. It's only one right way, and that's history. Then the miss all the mystery is gone, which is your story. If we do the play on words that I'm doing here, like your story doesn't matter. It's all about my story, basically. Well, his story. It's all about their story. It's not about my story. It's not about your story. It's about or our story. It's about his story, her story, their story. There you go. That's the only story that matters, which is, you know, his story, other people's stories. Your, yours isn't valid. But going back to touching on the mythology and things like that, mythology, with it being tr deemed true and sacred, that means people revered and they actually connected through their own oral traditions. And they were able to elevate themselves to a new level, aspiring to be like or just aspiring to, to utilize the energies of these deities, these gods, these goddesses, and help them elevate to a new aspect. Because I listened to the great occult teacher, Bobby Hemmett, and I mentioned him before in my other podcast episode. And he's just saying, like, the gods that are that we look to in these mythologies, they're alchemical processes that we can tap into and utilize their powers for our benefits you know basically you know when you say the term like ashe ashe means to demand the energy to work for you like you know peace like i want i will enter and allow peaceful energy to flow through me ashe you're demanding that peaceful energy to flow through your body to flow through your mind and things of that nature you know if you let's say for example you want to you be in the energy of ogun Ogun is a, a warrior. He's a builder. He, he's a warrior and he's a builder. You want to be in the energy of being a builder. Like you want to start on a new project. You utilize the energy of Ogun. You, not, you demand that Ogun force to work with you so you can start that project and have the work ethic and the energy behind it so you can go on and complete it to the best of your ability, the way that you want it. Just uh, So if you want to go on an astrological level like you can compare it to Aries. Aries being that that cardinal fire sign, being that spark that others gravitate towards, and you know, being in that type of leader position that way, and just doing things, being that spark of energy, high energy, because <laughs> Aries have a lot of high energy if you want to go on an astrological level. But yeah, just for that example, even you can do it with the zodiac sign, so you can take that as mythology, because they're based off of uh, Roman. Roman gods, basically, and Greek gods as well. And you can say that the Greek and Roman gods are based off of indigenous gods around the world. So, yeah, just utilize they're utilizing the same energy in these different uh, civilizations and things of that nature to influence you. Like the stars influence you. Have all the aspects and the zodiac signs within you. There's 13, 14 signs, 12 to 14 signs, depending on what you believe and. How you want to go about astrology, and uh, which is very interesting. 
if you think about oh, the 13th sign, Ophiuchus, Ophiuchus is basically the combination of all 12 of the zodiac signs on the wheel, and it comes together to make, uh, activate this Christ consciousness. So you, you can think it on Jesus and the 12 disciples, like, or the sun and the 12 zodiac signs, things like that. So, yeah, there's so many ways you could correlate that and just utilizing these different energies to influence you. So, for example, uh, I'm a like sun sign. So the sun sign is your birth sign. I'm a Sagittarius. So utilizing that Sagittarius energy would benefit me like through my actions with, with it being in the sun, the moon, whatever your moon sign, utilizing that energy within your emotions, things like that. So on and so on and so on. So just utilizing that energy. And this is why I say mystery is very important. Not only is your story, and you're tapping into your ancestry. I said this in, on my first episode that ancestral veneration, ancestral veneration, shadow work, and shadow work, ancestral veneration are the most are two of the most important aspects. I was gonna think of another one, but I couldn't uh, think of one. Another idea right now. But these are two of the most important aspects to your spiritual journey and your spiritual elevation. Because your ancestors, connected to your ancestors, will give you protection on the physical and the spiritual realm. Especially the ancestors that you know personally, that you're able to experience in that lifetime. They're going to be your, basically your foot soldiers <laughs> on the on the spiritual and the physical realm. And then you can have deities as ancestors too. That's a that's a different that's a different uh, topic of discussion. I, I'll, I'll touch in on that and on another episode. And then you have... And then you shadow work is just going in, reflecting. This is where you can connect to your ancestors. You can do shadow work via meditation and so many other things. I'm going to touch on that probably next episode. Yeah, I'll touch on that next episode, shadow work and starting your spiritual journey. But yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up here. It's been fun doing this. I appreciate everyone that had joined. I'm opening the floor up for question, comments and concern. And yeah, much love to everybody. Hope you have a peaceful day and always, how are you vibrating? Stay high vibrational. Peace.